You've tuned in to the Team Shelby Racing Show. Get in, buckle up, hang on. We're going live. Join the Team Shelby Racing Crew as they bring you the inside scoop, track breakdowns, driver interviews, and exclusive Team Shelby Club news. And now, your host of the show, Hans, Lewis, and John. Well, all right. Uh, welcome, everybody. Uh, our debut show here, uh, Team Shelby Racing Show. Uh, Lewis is uh, in Spain, so Hans is with me tonight, and we have a, a, a list of special guests with us tonight that we'll get into once we start breaking down the show. Hans, how are you doing? Hey, John. How are you doing, sir? Uh, thanks for having us on the show, and uh, we're looking forward to uh, talking about Team Shelby and, and uh, everything that we're about and the track times we've experienced and uh, all the great people we've met. And that's really what it's about. So, yeah, you know, uh, we we we've done a couple of test pilot shows, and we we talked uh, quite extensively about you know what uh, what we like to do at the track. So this is just an extension of of uh, what we do and talk about at the track, but to try to get it out to the public and get more people interested. Um, and and again, the the title says Team Shelby racing so you would you know think that you know hey i have to have a uh a a shelby to be part of the club and that's not true uh it's not a prerequisite uh and and you can elaborate a little bit on that uh hans go ahead uh yeah we um we offer at our (laughs) events uh that we are co-branding with other uh, hpdes that are out there high performance driving events uh where you can bring your car to the track and with a private instructor one-on-one instructing throughout the whole event. And, um, that's, that's the best way to do it in a safe, uh, controlled atmosphere, not pushing yourself to uh, anything you, you don't want to do or your boundaries aren't, you know, allow, don't allow you to do cause you don't have the experience. <clears throat> and that's really what we want to show people and, and also transfer that knowledge that you learn from an instructor at the track over to actual driving on the street and being a, a safer driver and being more, really more aware of, of uh, other drivers around you um, when you come to uh, what an HPDE and learn what, what is to offer. So that's, and uh, we, we invite everybody to our events and uh, they're all open events for all, all make and, and model of car. So you don't have to own a, a Ford or Shelby, and, uh, and, and, and we invite everyone to uh, these events that we, uh, we are partnered with. Yeah, that's important. That's a very important fact, and uh, we wanted to get that right out there up front. And uh, I, got, I got Bob Zenzel uh, called on, so I want him to talk a little bit about, uh, you know, just that. There, there's a couple different forms, you know. We have the Team Shelby, which is a membership from, from the corporate, and we'll get into that. And, and and then we have Team Shelby Racing. There there is no membership fee for Team Shelby Racing, 
And uh, that is just because we want to get more people involved and, and spread the passion that we share at the track and about cars. Uh, go ahead, Bob. How are you doing to this, to, tonight? Hey, hey, I'm good. I'm with some clients right now, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to, like, listen. Yep. Okay. Well, just to kind of to kind of go on that, you know, I spoke with Bob a little yeah. bit earlier today, and and what it is is uh, Team Shelby uh, has a membership, and it's in regions, and we're in uh, the the South Atlantic region right now, and there's various other uh, regions that Hans can can go into detail about, and in, in fact, one of the events that we're um, coming up with. Uh, in April at uh, at the Barber Track event is in in conjunction with the uh, Mississippi uh, Valley chapter, correct? Uh, yes, the uh, Mississippi Mississippi uh, Valley region. Uh, they're all conjoining on the uh, Chin Motorsports event that is being put on. Um, they're the host uh, trapping, and April thirteenth and fourteenth, uh, we'll have a whole corral area blocked off uh, for Team Shelby Racing and we have right now uh, 17 17 um, Ford signups which include two uh, Ford Focus RS's that have been track prepped and uh, pretty much all the rest are, are 350's and uh, a couple just regular Mustang GT's so uh, we have guys coming down from all the way to New Jersey from New Jersey. And, uh, it's, it's going to be a great event and, and chin, um, Mark Hicks and, um, a Jack, um, I can't remember Jack's last name, but Jack, Jack, who is the official there at the, uh, the event at, at Barber. I've known, uh, Mark Hicks for an, about mm, almost 10 years now. And, uh, he's a, he's a great guy. Chin Motorsports has, has always, uh, you know, offered me, everything I needed. I've, I've had a lot of instructor from, uh, um, from them and, um, and they have a range of instructors from pro race car drivers all the way to, uh, street car drivers. So, um, looking forward to brand brand with them. And, uh, again, Barber Barber's on the bucket list. So, uh, we're all looking forward to it. And so, um, that's pretty much, uh, all I have to experience right now. Cause, I'm just so excited to to get the barber. So, yeah, I, I'm a, I'm excited. Uh, you know, I, I'm yeah. a I'm a sim racer, but uh, I'm I'm still a racer. <laughs> I just I just don't have the funds, but but nonetheless, I, I've spent many hours at uh, Barber, and uh, it's a fun track. Uh, it's one of those tracks uh, which we'll get into later that uh, the uh, the weight shifting of the car in the um, the uh, the altitude of the track uh, at different points can be pretty tricky. So, uh, yes, but yes. you know, let, let's get into more this is, of this is about Daytona. So let's talk about Daytona because yeah. uh, honestly, yeah. Daytona is my favorite track in the country. And I haven't done the big other big ones, the West coast tracks and some of the, the mid America tracks, but uh, out of all the ones that I've driven, Daytona is, I tell everybody, come to Daytona so and because of that um, uh, we all you all know that we just had the Shelby bash it just finished up on Sunday morning uh, afternoon and uh, 
so we have uh, many, many Texas uh, folks, as well as some folks from uh, North uh, Washington and uh, California State that are coming to Daytona for the December event. So, um, Dave, I don't, I don't know if you're ready for it, you guys, but yeah. we might we might have to uh, we might have to have the whole. Uh, Blue garages. That's great, I mean, for for the, you guys so. already have most of the one side. You know, we we yeah. call it Chris yeah. Craig and I call it Mustang Alley um, because yeah. you know it started with you guys and there were maybe ten or twelve, and now pretty soon the whole blue garage and that one uh, south side is all uh, full filled up and. The only reason Chris and I are in there, um, I've had Garage 11 since the first event in 2007. So, yeah. And then Chris, Chris runs the uh, um, tech, so that's sort of like our home base right there. So everybody else is gone from there except all the, uh, all the, the Shelby guys. And then my, <laughs> my spot even, I, I shared it with Paul Radio who has a, a Mustang, so... I sort of share with a Mustang, yep. you know, and, you know, there's nothing wrong with that. I'm, I'm delighted, you know, that this event is taking off and, and everybody really is starting to understand what Daytona really is and how special, you know, Daytona is and, and what Bill France was, was thinking when he came up with the idea for that track is, is just phenomenal to see how it's developed. And then also to see it after ISC, of course, International Speedway Corporation invested $440 million into the facility. And that, that's pretty nice. You can make things really nice for that much money. Yeah. And, and it is yeah. really it's phenomenal. So I still, I, I'm with Hans, you know, I, I think uh, I've driven a ton of tracks. This is my, I think, 39th year driving on racetracks. So I've been all over the East Coast, West Coast, South, all that. And I I think Daytona just stands alone. There's not much that you can really approach as that facility and that track. So it's not as a technically challenging track. But uh, the mystique and the, I guess maybe the emotions and, and uh, feeling you get when you're, you're driving your car on a 31-degree banking for, for as long as you do. There's no other track that gives you that type of sensation. So no. I'm with you, Hans. Even though I love Barber, I go to Barber yeah. a couple times a year. I love it. Mm-hmm. I love Mid-Ohio, Watkins Glen, Nelson Ledges, you know, um, I, but yeah, Watkins Glen is up there on the list. I I love Watkins Glen too. That's one of my my favorites. So uh, next next yeah. to uh, next to Daytona. But yeah, speaking of uh, you know when they were building and doing the bleachers, because uh, I've been there with you guys since before they added all the extras, and uh, you could you could pretty much see almost the buildings from over the you know the the back straight and you could almost see everything so um the front straight oh, there you're and, up uh, in race control you guys of course yeah. know where i'm at i'm up in race control all day and we've got yeah. some good binoculars you can see the hotels 
on the intercoastal, and then you can see the ocean. <laughs> and then a little a little wow. tidbit, a little tidbit. I was talking to them about when they're building it, and um, you know how crazy it's going to be and all that stuff. And and I was talking to them about the height and um, yeah. how high they could make the bleachers. And of course, you guys know that the airport is right next door to the track, literally right there. Uh-huh. And so I asked them about the height. How come? Why didn't you guys go higher? And they said they went as high as the FAA would allow them to build the the bleachers. <laughs> so that's that's a unique restriction right there. Like, wow. Okay, is they're up there, man. I don't even like. I go to the twenty four hours of Daytona, and uh, yep. you know. I'll go up in the spotter's nest, but you go up in the the stands. It's like holy shit! The top, it's, it's high up there. I mean, it's amazing. I I remember the year they were building the bleachers, and you were coming down the the straight on to the finish line, and all of a sudden, uh, running with your windows down, you'd hear this riveting, like humongous, like grinding sound, and it took me a, a lap or two. To realize that it's the guys in the bleachers putting the bleachers together while we were having our our sessions, and they're <laughs> using the rivet gun and they're yeah. riveting the seats together. So as we're coming down on the finish line, you know, 140, 130 miles an hour, you're hearing this, and it it caught me a couple times of like, yeah. whoa, what? thinking something was wrong with the car or, or something's going on and, and it was the guy <laughs> yeah, the yeah. Bleachers, so yeah. <laughs> well that that's uh that's gonna bring us to our uh, our first break right now and uh we'll uh we're gonna take a quick two minute break and uh we'll be back uh in a few thanks for tuning in to the team Shelby Racing Show Be sure to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Also, check us out on the web at www.teamshelbyracing.net for all our current events and track dates. This show will run bi-monthly and have special reports from our track events. Now, back to the show with Hans, Lewis, and John. Passion, adrenaline, fun, community. That's the Team Shelby spirit. No one packs a membership kit with more than Team Shelby. We offer online member forums, an active Facebook community, and host a full series of events, including VIP experiences, track days, national and regional gatherings, cruises, car shows, and more. Ownership of a Shelby is not required. This club is dedicated to serving all Shelby and Mustang enthusiasts, past and present, including those with cars built in the 60s and Shelby Dodges too. Join Team Shelby today at shelbystore.com. Thanks for tuning in to the Team Shelby Racing Show. Be sure to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. 
Also, check us out on the web at www.teamshelbyracing.net for all our current events and track dates. This show will run bi-monthly and have special reports from our track events. Now, back to the show with Hans, Lewis, and John. Well, all right, we're back uh, after our first break, and uh, we're talking with Dave Pearson uh, from the um, Ohio Valley Audi Club, who uh, puts on an annual a, a driving school event at Daytona International Speedway. And uh, Team Shelby Racing got hooked up with it a few years, well, quite a few years ago. And uh, Hans and Dave have built uh, quite a relationship, so I'm going to let Hans take it over from here. So, uh, well, uh, it's been a great, uh, I think, 10 years. Um, Dave's Dave's been doing the Audi Club since 07, and I think we joined in 2010, if I not, I believe. And uh, so, yeah, looking so. forward to to this uh, <laughs> this event, and we haven't missed a year. And uh, really, it, it it's going to be amazing um, this year. We're planning some some great stuff, and. Uh, uh, another hopeful car show, um, on one of the days. And, uh, of course, Dave, um, I've also been talking to, uh, Dean Martin about the, um, the Reagan core reunion that's happening. Um, so we're all excited about that too. That's, that's going to happen. I, I believe, uh, so not only are they going to be showing up, which is probably going to increase the attendance, but we have all the guys from, out west, Texas, um, some guys from New Jersey—they're all coming down for the Daytona event. So, so I'm telling all these gentlemen to sign up uh, sooner than later because the event will most likely uh, fill up quickly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, sooner is better, really. Um, you know, the last minute is cutting it close if you're going to get in because both Craig and I are uh, been pushing it, and this. Past year was our biggest year, um, and and the way things are looking this year, it's going to be a, even our even bigger than that. So definitely, yes. Yeah. If you've got some people that uh, are interested, um, get them signed up. Um, yes, um, sure. I've I've been I've been plugging it and putting it out there, and uh, yeah. I'm actually uh, signing up next week, so I'll be on there. Um, We'll see my name awesome. uh, pretty pretty soon. So, but uh, but cool. yeah, um, it's uh, it's going to be exciting. And um, also, I I, I guess uh, you might have some news uh, for for some of us uh, track guys for the the Daytona event as well. Yeah, sure. So if uh, if you want me to, I can I can talk about that. Um, yeah. Um, well, if you'd like to. Well, if you'd like yeah. to talk about some uh, some of the history of of Daytona, um, of just a, a small like synopsis of maybe how you guys started um, at Daytona, and uh, sure, and, and and then and then go in into that, I that would be that would be great. So, sure, I'm happy to, Hans, and maybe I can finish up with some of the new additions we have coming for this year. So, yeah, yeah, um, I, I don't know if yeah, too many people, so a lot of people know my background, but I'm uh, a, a Porsche technician, uh, worked at a Porsche dealership for 13 years and went to school 
at night. So I kind of have a unique background. I'm I'm a mechanical engineer, uh, robotics engineer, and a Porsche Premier technician. And so um, working at the dealership, I would work on all kinds of Porsches and also work on race cars. And so we would drag cars all over the country for customers and and service the cars during races and stuff like that. So um, I crewed at uh, lots of endurance races. Um, and, of course, the one of the premier endurance races is the 24 Hours of Daytona. So I had crewed that event, I don't know, maybe six, eight, ten times or more. And I just love that facility. It's just mind-blowing when you get there. And so I always, always, always wanted to drive there. And um, my grandfather always imparted to me some elements of thrift and, you know, um, looking at the cost-benefit analysis for all that. And I'd look at what it costs to race at Daytona, and I, I was just insane, right? So I tried to get a driver's school there. There was no driver's schools there, none. Um, there was an SCCA had an event there. Um, you know, of course, IMSA had its events there. Um, and there really was not any type of driver's school, and there was no way to drive Daytona. And, you know, I, I'm a pretty focused guy when I get on to a goal. And so I started formulating this idea, and I look back at that person that came up with that idea. And, of course, it's me, but I think about, wow. Mm-hmm. You really had some ambition there, Dave, when you came up with this idea to say, yeah, I want to rent a racetrack that costs three times as much as we've ever paid for a racetrack, uh, and it's a 1,000 miles away, and I'm a, I want to ship cars, and I want to fly in my team, and I want to promote it across the United States, and I want to bring as many people, race team, and I'm thinking, wow, how am I going to pull this off? And so, you know, it really took, I would say, four years to put it together. I, I met the folks at Daytona in, uh, I'd say, probably like 2003 or four, and I started conversations with them about, oh, yeah, getting a track rental and how we're going to do this and um, how much does it cost and all this kind of stuff. And I, I like to reference some, some Gandhi uh, type of references I've I've. I guess remember from seeing interviews with Gandhi and he goes through phases when he's negotiating. And the first phase is they basically uh, ignore you. And so I went through that phase with Daytona. So I'd send them, you know, date requests and pricing and when can we visit and talk about the, the potential events. So they ignored all that. And then after they went through the ignore phase, went through the basically the phase where they laugh at you and they tell you, oh, you can't do that, you can't do that. Um, or, or they say, nobody's cars aren't going to survive, street cars you can't drive on Daytona. The tires aren't going to last, the engines are going to blow up, the drivers aren't going to be able to handle the speed. Nobody can do that at Daytona. And they, they just basically sort of laughed at you. And then, then they started fighting. The next phase is fighting, fighting you. So they would contest it, okay, so um, we uh, are nervous about uh, any safety issues and your club doesn't have the right instructors and you don't have this and you don't have that. Yeah. 
Then they started fighting. The next phase. I think I'm fighting. hearing an echo. Did you guys hear that? Yeah, somebody's feeding so, back. Let me find who it is. Okay, I found one. <laughs> Let's see who it is. Uh, Hans, you there? Yeah, I'm here. Oh, it might be him that's looping. Uh, yeah, uh, I think it might be, uh, but it's okay. Uh, it happens sometimes. Just make sure your microphone is not too close to your speaker or your microphone, uh, is, you know, speaker and microphone, so it loops. Uh, but, but, but yeah, um, it's been a it's been a great event, and it's just getting better and better and better. Yeah, so maybe just go. let me finish. The last one was where they yeah, they sorry. fight you, and I had to uh, I had to submit um, uh, basically letters of support and contact reports from other facts, and then finally, boom, I I got the uh, final okay okay we're going to do this, and then I'll never forget at the first date when I was uh, they said okay we'll give you this date. Uh, this is available. Um, we want, you know, we want you to do it here, blah, blah, blah. And they didn't give me a whole lot of time. They only gave me like nine or ten months to actually um, promote it. And so I called up Chris and Craig, and we talked about it. And I asked, okay, can can you give me a couple days here? I need like the weekend to talk to my guys and make sure we're good with this. And so, you know, Chris, Craig, and I decided – even though it broke my heart to to call up Daytona and say we're not going to take the date, <clears throat> they um, they you know it just wasn't enough time to promote it, especially the first time ever. You know nobody's ever done a HPDE event at Daytona before in in the history of the event, so I, I need a lot of time and prep. So I had to turn that date down. So I'll never forget I um, I emailed my. Um, you know, like seven seven thirty in the morning, and I said, "Hey, TJ, you know, breaks my heart, but we're not going to be able to take that date." And so, um, you know, and maybe an hour goes by. I'm at work, and uh, I sit down, and I'm like, "Oh, I'm, I maybe I should call him and just make sure he got my email, so he knows I'm not going to take this date, but I still want another date, you know, better date." So I call him up and I ask him, hey, TJ, just Dave Pearson, want to make sure you know I'm not going to take the date you gave us, but we're still interested. And um, as we're talking, I said, you know, I sure hope you're going to be able to sell those dates. And um, he said, oh, they're gone. We, we did. They're gone. This one hour about, maybe, maybe like 70, 75 minutes ago, he sold – like a, a seventy-five thousand dollar weekend at Daytona, and I oh, thought, oh my, blew it! I just totally blew it. Or I think it was more than that. I, I think it was maybe like ninety thousand for three days. Wow! And yeah. so easy number. And um, I thought to myself, oh man, I just blew it. I just totally blew it. If that quick. It, there's no date. And so very, very fortunately, we worked through the details, and I ended up getting uh, the date with three dates. And um, same thing, talked to Chris and Craig, and we're trying to figure out what dates are the best. 
and we all could, we couldn't figure out which date we wanted. So the the way I figured it out, uh, which date we're going to use, is I made a, a database of all the weather reports for I think it was the last 104 years for each one of those dates for the weekends that Daytona gave me to potentially do the uh, event. And I went through the database and, and just basically picked it on weather. So the first weekend in December has some of the best weather in Daytona. And, and so that's kind of how it got selected. You know, it's after Thanksgiving, it's before Christmas. And, and so that's kind of how I finally got to the point where we have that weekend. So Beautiful. it took four years of negotiation and then boom. Uh, we got it. And it's been pretty uh, pretty perfect weather every weekend. So, Yeah, I know. I think we've only had like one and a half, one and three quarter days of weather, meaning it was raining um, yeah. in the, uh, what, 13, 14 years we've been doing this. Pretty yeah, amazing. Last, uh, last, last well, Saturday had a little bit uh, in, them, in, them, in the morning. But uh, kind of went away. And, and Daytona is not a big track for problems with puddling, especially on the banking. Um, they've got it draining pretty good. So, yeah, um, really, yeah, yeah. You're not going to see I, any puddles on the banking. <laughs> there's been there's been many many times where uh, on the uh, the west side of the the track it's raining. On the east east side, it's totally dry. So you get to yeah. one yeah, point exactly. of the track, and it it's all sunny, and then you come around, and you're like, oh, some rain. Uh, <laughs> so it's kind of cool. You get a little bit of both uh, on one track. It, I've I've actually been yeah. there where the rain's been split right down the middle of the track. So wow, <laughs> right. yeah. Well, that's going to bring us uh, that's going to bring us to our <laughs> second uh, commercial slot right now. And uh, we'll be back in uh, two minutes. Thanks for tuning in to the Team Shelby Racing Show. Be sure to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Also, check us out on the web at www.teamshelbyracing.net for all our current events and track dates. This show will run bi-monthly and have special reports from our track events. Now, back to the show with Hans, Lewis, and John. Passion, adrenaline, fun, community. That's the Team Shelby spirit. No one packs a membership kit with more than Team Shelby. We offer online member forums, an active Facebook community, and host a full series of events, including VIP experiences, track days, national and regional gatherings, cruises, car shows, and more. Ownership of a Shelby is not required. This club is dedicated to serving all Shelby and Mustang enthusiasts, past and present, including those with cars built in the 60s and Shelby Dodges too. Join Team Shelby today at shelbystore.com.
Thanks for tuning in to the Team Shelby Racing Show. Be sure to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Also, check us out on the web at www.teamshelbyracing.net for all our current events and track dates. This show will run bi-monthly and have special reports from our track events. Now, back to the show with Hans, Lewis, and John. All right, we're back, uh, Team Shelby Racing Show. Uh, we're here with uh, Dave Pearson and uh, Hans Heinen, and we're talking about Daytona and uh, an event that we do with uh, with uh, the uh, Ohio Valley Audi Club in December, and uh, we're uh, talking. Um, um, going to talk to a few more drivers, but. Right now, we're going to get back to the story and let Dave uh, talk about some more of the uh, the events that are upcoming for this year's 2019 uh, date. Sure. Well, thank you. So um, one of my goals always with the event is I send out an email blast to some of you guys and just ask, what can we do better? How do we make this event better, bigger? Um, how can we improve? Things like that. So... A couple of people have always said, oh, you should do a race and you should run at night. And those, I always thought, wow, that's pretty cool. I, I bet you I could see how we can do that. So um, that's always in the back of my head, and I'm trying to tie all these needs together and requests together. So um, I think this year it's going to happen. Well, I, I say no thinking. It's going to happen this year. So I have an agreement with uh, the IGT uh, sanctioning body, so International GT, which is run by Ken Fengler. So he runs um, basically the Marinello Cup, the Stuttgart Cup, um, which are GT 911 GT3, 911 GT3 RSs, uh, um, 997s, 996s, 991 GT3s, and uh, some Ferraris. Um, so we are going to have a race this year. So, um, and yeah, yeah, exactly. So, um, we're going to do a 90 minute enduro and, um, I'm, I haven't finished the schedule. We're still hashing all the details out, but that 90 minute enduro, uh, is looking like it's going to be Sunday morning. So sort of have your conventional race. And then, um, uh, because I'm going to have some extra, uh, time with the race, uh, I'm going to extend some of the run time so that we're actually going to be running under the lights at Daytona. Um, you know, the days aren't quite as long in December, so, you know, it gets dark at 6.30, 7 o'clock, and uh, we are going to turn on the uh, Rolex lights. So we're not going to go with the uh, the full <laughs> Monty. Yeah. Well, the day, you know, the Rolex lights, what I mean is there's different levels. Um, right. And, and when you when you rent Daytona, everything's pretty much a la carte. You know, if I want this, that, and the other thing, I can get it. It just costs extra money. And so, if I want to run the lights like they run for the uh, the you know the Daytona race in July, where it actually runs at night, that yeah. is an insane number to turn on all imagine. those lights. I couldn't imagine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I was, wow. I was, I said to sit down and like, you're kidding me. You are kidding me. That's what it costs to run the lights because they have to bring in generators, 
right? Oh my God. And then okay. actually, it's kind of funny. I didn't know this. You know, you get into all kinds of weird little niches when you get involved with this stuff. But you, you actually, I have to buy the power kind of from like a uh, a different company, and and you have to order the power up front. You can't just flick a switch and turn on all those lights and expect the electricity to be there. So you have to call like the TVA, Tennessee Valley Authority, or somebody like that, and then and order yep. the power like two weeks ahead of time or a month ahead of time. So they'll actually fill up some reservoirs and then store the energy there that you're going to buy and then, you know, turn it on and run it through all the right switches and high tension wires to get it to Daytona to make the lights come on. So I, I didn't want to do that. That was insane money. And so we're just going with the Rolex lights, which is like at like a 10% illumination. So versus the, TV lights that are, uh, yeah. you know, crazy. So, yeah, so we'll be running under the lights and we're going to have a race this year. So uh, make sure your car That's has headlights when you bring I know. <laughs> I know. It's crazy. It's just crazy where this, you know. And then it, it's probably worth noting when you do something like this, you know, it's almost like a little part-time job. People ask me, you know, well, how much do you work on Daytona? That's, you know, a little bit here, a little bit. I'm like, no, it's like two hours. It's like two hours a day, every day. You know, I'm working on contracts with the hotel. I'm working on the electricity. I'm working on uh, garage assignments, shipping of this. I'm working on goodie bags, too, for, for the participants this year. So sponsors, uh, they're going to be giving us some product and stuff like that. So. It's cool. always my wow, goal great. is to just keep cranking on this and trying to make it as best as I possibly can, you know. So that's that's, uh, that's, that's kind cool. of the announcement. I think you guys are the first ones to officially know it's been uh, internal until today. That's, uh, that's great news. Great news, Dave. It's exciting. You know, uh, I, I know uh, – you know, a lot of us uh, have never had that opportunity at night, so uh, it's going to be a great another uh, check off the bucket list. But uh, let, let's go ahead, Hans, and uh, bring in a couple of our other guests and uh, see how they uh, see how they feel about this news. Yeah, we uh, we have uh, uh, Billy Johnson with us uh, this evening. Uh, he is, of course, you all know the number sixty six Ford GT uh, driver. For uh, I believe is it Ganassi Racing, uh, Billy? Yeah, Ford Ship Ganassi Racing UK and yep. uh, World Endurance Championship. Yep, and World Endurance Championship. Well, thank you for being on uh, Team Shelby Racing uh, uh, podcast, and uh, we're excited to uh, talk about Daytona and your experiences. Uh, and then we also yeah, have, have uh, John Poole. Thank you, thank you. Uh, John Poole also uh, is a, a, a track racer. He has uh, been at the track with uh, many of uh, some uh, world-class drivers. I know he uh, attends the 12-hour at Sebring every year uh, and has been uh, with us at Daytona, I believe, for eight eight years now, John. Yep, that's right. Yep, always fun. And uh, somebody has to be the slowest guy out there. <laughs> yeah, right. I that was me. Well, it's 
it, it's not because of that box 302. That's not it. So. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, He's well, talking about you, the foot race, you, uh, maybe in in the in the garage. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank 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 John for uh, being being on the call uh, this evening with uh, Team Shelby Racing, and uh, it's going to be a great talk. And uh, we also have a. Uh, uh, Tom Thomas Coop, uh, or sorry, Tom Tom Kipe, on the phone with us as well. Uh, he is also uh, an avid track driver and has been to, uh, I think, more tracks than I've been to in maybe the last couple years. Uh, but uh, he uh, has some beautiful cars. Uh, he is a avid Shelby uh, driver and uh, also a, a member of Team Shelby as well as Team Shelby Racing. How are you doing tonight, Tom? Very good, Hans. Um, certainly enjoying this. Uh, I wanted to mention a little bit about the bash that I was at, uh, the Shelby bash, the last few days. I think Bob was yeah. there. I'm not sure if Bob oh, was yeah. on or not. Yeah. 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 He's listening. We, we had a yeah. three-and-a-half-day event there, which was a lot of fun, a couple of days on the track. I only did one-day track, but uh, there were some great, great cars out there, uh, I don't know if any of you guys know Camilo Pardo. He has a GT Ford um, special, I would say a special Ford. He had it taken apart and repainted. Um, And he is one of the original designers of the the 2005-2006 GT. Um, It was just a a really, really, really good time. uh, That's part of the Team Shelby scenario and Team Shelby racing. of course, I, I enjoy the tracks. Um, I'm probably a little bit older than most of you guys. But I, was, I, I mentioned that uh, in the 70s, my brother and I used to drag and, and, and dirt track. Oh, yeah. So we, we ran Shell, Chevys rather than Fords, but our daily drivers were Fords. I had a GT. Oh. He had a GT Torino, and I had a Boss 302. So nice. we had a lot of fun nice. back in those days, too. Well, but, uh, I I, uh, I spent some time admiring your car at the Longwood Show uh, a couple of weeks ago. We were we caught up with you there at the Longwood Show, right. and uh, I got to see your beautiful uh, GTR there. And uh, we we're gonna do a uh, I'll go ahead and make the announcement now that we are gonna do a show dedicated to the Bash. So we'll we'll have you back on if you're available. That show will be April 10th. Uh, from 9 to 11, we're going to do uh, a special uh, Vegas Bash show, and we're going to have as many people as we can call in and share their experience, whether it was their first time or their, you know, every time. But uh, we we really want to, uh, you know, spend uh, an entire uh, show episode dedicated to the to the Vegas Bash. So uh, thanks for the report. We were we were going to ask for one, and I'm glad that you uh, chimed in there with that because that takes care of uh, one of our uh, checklist uh, items here. So I know well, you was, guys had good weather too. Uh, Bob right. sent us a couple pictures, and it was beautiful. Right, weather was beautiful, um, and that was just a very short scenario. I mean, it's like I said, it's a three and a half day event, so there's a lot going on. I caught a little bit of the. Uh, it's exciting. Video with the uh, 2020 Shelby. I love that color orange. It just, uh, yeah. whew, hmm, man, does something to me. <laughs> I kind of like orange, as you well know. I have a grabber orange super snake too. So yeah, yeah, I knew you'd like that color too. Yeah, exactly. 
So, um, uh, so how do you feel about the 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 night? Have you, uh, Tom? Have you driven on uh, Daytona at night before? I have not, but I, I like the idea. I've, I've driven on PBIR in the dark or at night, and I enjoyed that tremendously. So, and you know, the more experienced racers obviously uh, know a lot more about dark than, than we do. But I would love to do it. I'd love to do it. Uh, John, John, you have experience uh, Daytona at night. Uh, no, only during the day, but lots of it on the simulator, which may or may yeah. not translate to success. <laughs> right, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, 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 I can't speak for that. Maybe, maybe you can because you, I have seen you race Daytona, and I know you're fast. So uh, compare your times to the sim in your real time. How do they correlate? John. Oh yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, yeah. Actually, uh, I'm I'm a little faster uh, in real life. Uh, yeah. Just because of the cars <laughs> I choose to drive uh, to emulate the car I'm actually going to be tracking, so they're generally right. a little slower than the real life situation. Yeah. That that Mustang. What's that? That the FR 500. It it's. Uh, I don't think it's the same as your car, but uh, anyway. <laughs> yeah. Um, it, it, Billy, it, is, it is pretty close. Yeah, yeah, Billy. I know you have some extensive hours uh, at Daytona in the nighttime. <laughs> so can you elaborate a little bit? Yeah, I've done the 24 hours of Daytona many times, and it's definitely uh, a unique experience. Even though it's only 10% lighting, as you said, uh, there's still uh, enough lighting where it's not pitch black, and you need to have a uh, motorsport headlights that light up the whole sky and the whole area in front of you. That's almost like daylight. So uh, having regular streetcar headlights, you're able to uh, get around in uh, in a pretty safe manner. So to be able to do that in a uh, track day club race kind of scenario is, is definitely uh, very unique and uh, special. So that's not something that uh, anybody's going to want to miss. <laughs> yeah, even for me, just to just to sit there and watch these guys and uh, maybe get a ride along at night would be uh, uh, an amazing uh, thing. So yeah, uh, thanks for that, and uh, we're looking forward to um, to getting there. And uh, here we're, we're, you know, my my wife hates it when I'm we're in March and we're talking about December. <laughs> it's like the worst month to talk about, you know especially third month into the year, you know, Christmas. Yeah. Shut up. <laughs> yeah. So, well, but just it's exciting times. That, you know, I, I was going to tell you guys, just as a note, I start working on the Daytona event for the next year, the day after we finish the one that yeah. we, you know, okay. have. Yeah. I mean, I have a meeting with the track and that's where we go over dates and, you know, best practices, what we did right, what we did wrong, what we want to improve on and things like that. So it's, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Your, your wife wouldn't like my 
my timeline. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, no. Well, I work in, in production. So, you know, any good production, like you said, any good event, especially if it's a touring event, uh, sometimes those planning stages are two years in advance because of logistics and booking and hotels and stuff like that. So uh, yeah. it can be time consuming. Um, I had a friend who was a, um, you know, a, a a touring, a, a booking the tours, and uh, I couldn't imagine. You know, your organizational skills have to be amazing to keep track of a couple hundred people on tour for eighteen months. <laughs> yeah, so. yeah, yeah. But yeah, no, um, and, and of course, Dave, Dave, uh, Dave doesn't only do uh, this Daytona event. You uh, you do other events uh, across the. Uh, um, and I guess in Ohio, you do you do the Ohio yeah. event, which I I would love to come to someday. So, oh yeah, yeah, Mid Ohio, we do a Mid Ohio event, and the Daytona events are our two big ones. So we've got yeah. Yeah. Uh, July dates in Mid Ohio, three days in July. So um, you guys are more than welcome. Um, Mid Ohio is an awesome track. It really is. Yeah. It's one of the yeah. technical challenging type of tracks. Yeah, so that, um, and then I also do Barber, too, but the Barber event is, I don't really organize it. I I help with that one, but I'm not the primary guy for that one. Um, but I do that in usually early November. Um, I've done oh, Barber nice. in August and in summer, and holy moly, is it hot in Alabama. <laughs> yeah, no. July, yeah. August. Alabama God. in August is no, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. I think I only ran like the morning sessions up until like eleven o'clock, and then I'm like, "Wow, did I oh, turn yeah. the heater on or something? It's Why brutal. is it so hot yeah. in the car?" <laughs> yeah, it's brutal. <laughs> one of the one of the reasons we uh, spend the summer up in uh, upstate New York, so right on Lake Ontario, yeah. you can't can't beat it. About forty forty five minutes from Watkins Glen, so it's it's uh, it's beautiful. Uh, so. Oh yeah, it really is. <clears throat> well, all right. Uh, that's going to bring us up to our uh, our next commercial break. Uh, we're going to be back in uh, two minutes. Stay by. Thanks for tuning in to the Team Shelby Racing Show. Be sure to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Also, check us out on the web at www.teamshelbyracing.net for all our current events and track days. This show will run bi-monthly and have special reports from our track events. Now, back to the show with Hans, Lewis, and John. Passion, adrenaline, fun, community. That's the Team Shelby spirit. No one packs a membership kit with more than Team Shelby. We offer online member forums, an active Facebook community, and host a full series of events, including VIP experiences, track days, national and regional gatherings, cruises, car shows, and more. Ownership of a Shelby is not required. This club is dedicated to serving all Shelby and Mustang enthusiasts, past and present, including those with cars built in the 60s and Shelby Dodges too. 
Join Team Shelby today at shelbystore.com. Thanks for tuning in to the Team Shelby Racing Show. Be sure to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Also, check us out on the web at www.teamshelbyracing.net for all our current events and track dates. This show will run bi-monthly and have special reports from our track events. Now, back to the show with Hans, Lewis, and John. All right, we're back. Uh, Thanks for hanging out with us. Uh, We're uh, back. Uh, Team Shelby Racing Show. We're here tonight with uh, Hans Heinen and um, Billy Johnson, Dave Pearson, John Poole, and Tom Kipe. Uh, We're all just hanging out talking about Daytona, uh, one of our favorite tracks. Uh, I'm sure a lot of you out there listening would agree. Uh, It's a pretty unique, special place. And we're going to talk a little bit about uh, those, those special uh, areas that uh, really keep us coming back, the things that keep us addicted to Daytona. Uh, Hans, uh, go ahead and uh, take over and talk a little bit about uh, some of your, uh, your, uh, your experiences that uh, – that you uh well we've uh we we've uh we've run daytona with uh dave pearson and and craig with the uh lake team with the audi club of ohio for 10 years and i look forward to the event every year um the banking is nothing you can experience anywhere else Uh, of course some people are intimidated by the banking especially if you go out and i highly suggest it to go out on the tram ride that Dave is our host uh, on Thursday uh, afternoon. There's a couple or a few tram rides that they'll take out on the banking. You can get out of the, the tram, go up on the banking, and uh, and it's, it's something I would highly suggest. I did not do it for seven years uh, and after driving at Daytona. And then I finally went out on this tram, and I was amazed by the banking. But of course, if you go and do that before you go out and drive on the track, some people can be intimidated, but when you're out there, it does not any match anything you feel when you're out there walking on the track itself. So from that point of view, from that start, that get go, it it is uh, an amazing experience just in that. And then to get to drive on the track and experience the banking, uh, the bus stop, which I love uh, is one of my favorite areas in the track, uh, especially after last year talking to some, actually some of the, uh, uh, like Nate Stacy, some of Dean Martin's gentlemen uh, from core motorsports uh, of how they can sometimes make that turn in a, in a one, two turn instead of having to actually make a third turn at the end. So I've been trying to perfect that and try to get that done in the bus stop. And, uh, and it, that is one of my favorite areas. Some areas, some people don't like the bus stop. They also are intimidated by it, but uh, 
I, I really enjoy it, trying to get up there on the, the top side as far to the wall as you can so you can get that perfect arc into the bus stop and come out of it like an arrow. That is, that is my idea of a good, good time. So that's, uh, that's where I'm going to leave it. Does anybody else have any uh, input on, on perhaps uh, – of course, there's a couple other spots I really love, but for me, that, that's a, a favorite. Any other uh, any other spots uh, yeah, locations on the track anybody. that 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 anybody is uh, is possibly uh, thrilled about joining again? Hans, this is Tom. Um, I enjoy uh, the finish line. <laughs> going going yeah. out to turn one is is, is pretty pretty. I, I really enjoy it. I, I like the bus stop too, even though it. it bit me last year but um there's just something about turn one because you're you're really hauling down that one you're coming line. in hot yeah right yeah that's 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 a beautiful turn turn one is is one of those those more uh technical term turns if if you follow the line right it's perfect you know um and uh and you can be off of it a little bit especially uh i'm sure Billy Johnson can can say that unlike us where we're coming in in formation a lot of those guys in the uh the, the race series they're they're sometimes bunched up in there on turn 1 so there's that I've seen three cars deep coming into turn 1 and that is is a is an experience in itself uh, uh something that I would love to experience as well someday but uh you know it's, it's just fun doing the uh the track events um at this point so but uh um to be uh to be out there racing cars um that's you know not why we do this uh we're not looking to to go racing but to see what our cars can do on the track and uh and and team shelby racing it, it, it is there at the forefront to to help all these guys do it. And uh, we're really, really excited to have some race car guys to give us some input on uh, some of the, the Daytona track spots that are, are their favorites as well. So, uh, John, John Poole, what, yeah. what, uh, what spot uh, do you have a, a favorite uh, turn or apex or uh, uh, area on Daytona? I uh, hate to kind of fall in with the crowd, but uh, the bus stop's probably the most challenging and the funnest part uh, to me. Um, yeah. The, the speed, of course, at Daytona is is exciting in itself, um, but the bus stop is unique. Uh, you know, it's a very uh, high-speed approach, um, and it, it's just a lot of fun. And as Tom said, it can bite you. Um, and if you are approaching it wrong, you do have a runoff straight down into NASCAR three if uh, you don't feel like you sure. can make it. So it, it's kind of safe if you've got the forethought and the ability to try not to make the turn. So, um, but Daytona, Dave's event, uh, it's really about the more the mystique of Daytona, as they said earlier. Uh, it's a very unique place, um, and it's really a great way for people to get their cars out there uh, and be at a fantastic venue and you know, there are people are taking tours. There's a lot of activity. 
So it's a very unique experience, unlike most other tracks. Yeah, that is that is true. Uh, you, uh, good point there. It's it, it's something that's fun to be uh, going, you know, to have lunch or or going out to uh, uh, the track, and you'll see the trams of people coming through. And just how cool is it is it for them to be there on a track tour and actually see? Because uh, this doesn't happen every day uh, to see people out there enjoying themselves in an atmosphere just visiting the track for the afternoon in the tram tour. So that, that's kind of cool. Yeah. One of the so, things that I, I tell people about the event uh, from, from my perspective, cause I didn't get to drive on it. I got a couple of ride alongs, which was great. And we can talk about one of the ride alongs here in a second. But it was seeing the cars out there. You had everything from the, you know, quarter million dollar or or even more race car uh, race ready at at various levels to uh, a Pontiac G8 four door sedan that that was there. That's that's the array of cars that you had. So you had everything from legitimate, you know, uh, 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 sanctioned race cars to a street legal, you know, grocery getter. So, you know, it's a beautiful thing. And I was going to add my favorite turn spot, spot at Daytona. Yes. And it, it's maybe yes, a little please. unconventional, but it's um, when you come into the track, you know, you go, how many tracks you enter into where you go down into a tunnel and then, yeah. I always love that you can you can hit the accelerator when you're in the tunnel, put down the windows, and it just gives you that nice echo in that tunnel. And then when you come up and you, you have that view to your right as you come up through the tunnel, and it's just a wall, you, you get to see the track. So I've, I've picked up people from the airport um, multiple occasions to come to the track, and I inevitably – I, I do the same thing every time I bring them in is I uh, roll down the windows and hit it a little bit so that people can hear the exhaust of the car echoing in the tunnel. And then always yeah. when they come up that hill and they look to the right and you see a car running on a wall. And it, you know what the expression usually is. It's, you know, it's, yeah. a, it's uh, usually pretty, pretty interesting comments when you come through there. So it might not, you know, I love, I like the bus stop. I, you know, I like the whole track really. Um, but coming out of that tunnel and looking to the right and seeing the track there for the first time is kind of a mind blowing experience. How is that car staying up on that track? You know, especially if they come when the session's hot and they look over there and go, wow. So for me, that's, that's kind of my favorite spot in the track. That is a, that that's for sure a, a good one. I've I've had many visitors, uh, including my wife, in 2011 when she first came to the track, and she arrived later after we had already started our sessions, and so she experienced that. Dave, she came down through the tunnel first time ever ever there, and came up out of the tunnel, and there's these cars stuck to the side of the wall, and. She, uh, she still tells our <laughs> friends about it who have never experienced it. So uh, that's, uh, and, and, and that's, that's what, you know, to get more people there to have never experienced something like this. Uh, I still meet every day 
or you know every other day of people who have never uh who don't know that they can do this with their their cars their you know their exotics or even their uh you know Honda CRXs or yep. Honda Odyssey. Do you remember when that Honda Odyssey minivan was at the track? What was that? Like <laughs> oh, yeah. 2015? That was yeah. Oh my gosh. I, I, I passed them doing 155 on the banking and I, I, I think I screamed in the GoPro. I passed the minivan on at Daytona, you know? Um, and it was so cool. Cause he, that That's guy class. came in off the track and his, uh, his doors open and you could see the heat coming out of, of, uh, <laughs> of the cab and he had race stickers plastered down the side of the minivan. That was, that was probably uh, the most entertaining vehicle I've, I've ever seen at the track. So, um, <laughs> I know, I know. Yeah. <laughs> so Billy, what did you guys, yeah. Um, yeah, talk ahead. about one of the uh, the areas that are the most uh, challenging to be consistent uh, lap after lap in a um, you know in an endurance race like like you like you do. That's probably going to be as everybody mentioned before the the bus stop and turn one. They're really high speed, and when you're racing and trying to get every tenth of a second. Uh, going 170, 200 miles an hour in a race car at Daytona, uh, a tenth of a second could be the a significant amount of distance. So hitting your, your brake points is crucial for not overshooting the, the corner or ending up in the wall. So definitely slowing the cars down from high speed down into turn one and down into the bus stop are uh, the most challenging for uh for a race car driver at Daytona. Yeah, I had the, uh, well, quite a few of us had the uh, opportunity. I don't know if you've seen the picture or heard uh, uh, through the grapevine that uh, a gentleman was uh, at the uh, this past year's uh, Daytona event with us named Blake. I, I, I don't know his last name, and he probably wouldn't want to uh, mention. Hard. So, Oh, yeah. well, there you have it. Uh, he had a beautiful uh, GT. What year was it, Hans? Uh, 2018 or something? Oh, that was uh, that was an eight. That was an 18. 18. Had, so. And uh, he he gave quite a few people uh, ride-alongs, a couple laps each in that beautiful machine. And uh, one of the laps that I got to go with him, I think I did three. Uh, one of them, he he overshot the 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 bus stop. Uh, you know, he was. I think we were like a 163, 164, and like you said, he just missed that fraction of a second of a breaking point, and didn't want to risk it. And we just kind of you know went into the the gray area there in in the straightaway and waited till it was clear and proceeded into turn three. So. Uh, I, I get a sense of what you're saying there, even though I've never driven it myself in, in real life. So quite an yeah, exciting time. The best thing to do if you're ever uh, in doubt for those corners, if you hit the brakes at the right spot or it doesn't feel like you're going to make the corner, don't try to make it. Just bail early on, go straight. Uh, through turn one, get it slowed down safely. Same thing for the bus stop. Go straight, get it slowed down, and then uh, try it again the the next lap. The more you're trying to hang on to the the car uh, going into those corners with doubt, mm-hmm. 
and then realizing, hey, I'm not going to make it, then uh, you're in a, a bad position. So uh, <laughs> definitely you want to work up to it at, at Daytona. If you have any doubt, just go straight. Everything's safe and good. And uh, just following that, you'll have a good weekend. Yeah, yeah definitely. No, uh, great advice. Great advice, Billy. And Hans, I'm disappointed you haven't made the tour, by the way. And it took you seven <laughs> years to get out there. But I talk about this on the tram <laughs> tour that it's no harm, no foul. You know, I'd rather see you go straight through the bus stop, you know, just slow down, stabilize yeah. the car, um, and then, you know, look to your left at the corner worker, and they'll give you the, the go sign or no go, you know, because they can see what's going on. Um, well, I, and, and really the same applies with turn one. If you really overcook turn one, you know, there's the crossover there. Don't really yeah. like that. That's that's a little trickier, but, um, right. you know, same thing. There's a lot of safe runoff areas at Daytona if, if people have Absolutely. problems. Oh, well, I'm glad I went out on the tram tour with you two, two years ago because uh, that's when they raised the bump strips in the <laughs> bus stop. And they were... I don't know, like at least an inch and a half taller than they ever had been before. And you pointed those out to all of us. For those of you who have low cars or splitters on your cars, be careful of that that first turn in in the bus bus stop because those those bump strips were quite uh, a, a bit larger uh, two years ago when they upgraded them. So. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I didn't make that. Uh track walk that year and I met the uh, rumble strips uh, on a hot lap. <laughs> yeah. So he needed uh, that. <laughs> he needed so that info. Good, uh, <laughs> yep. I, I try to tell everybody do the, do the tram tour. It's a, it's a great thing and it's, it's fun too. Um, you know I, I remember and when we, the, we had the, go ahead. Or, I was going to say, you know, it doesn't apply to drivers, too. You can take your friends and family out there. I, I really don't care. You know, I'd rather have the bus full of people. And, you know, drivers are going to have first dibs on that, but there's always spots available for people to bring their friends and family out there and take pictures on the banking and experience Daytona in a way that really not too many people get to do. It it's true, and that's, that's also what's so great so great about these events that we that we do that they are fairly open to the public to come visit uh it's it's rare when you have an uh, an event for all of us that have been to actual races uh for someone who's been to a race at daytona like nascar or the the 24 hour and then they come to one of these uh these driving events they're really blown away because They've never experienced it in such a quaint um, atmosphere uh, like like it is. So it's really uh, it's, it's really great that that we can offer for people to come visit and ones who are interested to to start driving. Maybe we can uh, spark an interest in that too. So yeah, and there's no charge, and then. Um... You know, the instructions for the gate guys are the people just need to have prior knowledge of the event. So the gate guys yep. at Daytona are pretty damn smart. So they'll start to, uh, are you here for the SCCA? Are you here this or whatever? And if that person says yes, 
you know, their response is, oh, they're two weeks away, so you can't come in. But as long you as you come say in. you're with the yep. Audi Club event, you know, then, um, boom, you, they know. you can come in. It's not going to charge. You're going to have to sign a waiver, of course, like any track of event. Course. And then if you're there on Thursday, uh, between 1 and 5, you're more than welcome to come out on the tram tour with me and walk on the track and actually see it up close and personal. And, yeah. And you can sign the track as well. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. I bring paint markers, so we start. Yeah. We sign the start finish line. Sweet. It I've was kind of rainy on hand. Saturday for us to be signing uh, uh, anything oh, on that yeah. uh, last Saturday. It was a little rainy, but but nonetheless, we got there, a great yes, picture. Yeah. That picture that we took at the start finish line. Uh, John, yeah. you were in that picture. Um, that was awesome. Yeah, yep. that was that was a lot John. of fun. Yep, John. Oh, Tom, Tom was there too. Tom was, Tom was there as yeah. well. Yep. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, we're, uh, we're we're we were very excited and and honored that that you you and and of course Daytona Track offered uh, that to us and and was able to accomplish the photo. Uh, we really would love to do it again for Team Shelby Racing uh, this year, uh, hopefully on a sunny day. And I've been um, <laughs> I've been talking. Uh, Dave to um, um, I'm sorry uh, Dean Martin's uh, I guess PR guy he's the guy who's setting up the reunion um, Cost- right. Costillo I think his last name is but he uh, okay. he's setting up the the, the, the the reunion that Core Motorsports is having uh, with Ray the the previous Reagan Racing uh, team and uh, trying to figure out uh, a day that they they want to do a photo shoot as well is what is what Dean was saying um and do a do a photo shoot for their their team and then one for our group as well so we might need to try to uh do two separate days of uh of that so we can talk about that at a at another point as well so yeah i mean we just have to get it organized you know kind of what the timing is how tight that Lunch hour, Very it's tight. an hour. But... window, yeah. Exactly. Oh, Michael, yeah. Michael Selmeck was up there saying, uh, okay, we have four minutes, and it actually was like two minutes, and we were, <laughs> we, they were calling him on the radio saying, okay, get them off the track. So, yeah. so yes, we, uh, we know the, the tight schedule, yep. and, yep. Uh, and we know what to expect. I mean, honestly, I, I didn't know what to expect. I, um, and half of us had no clue. Um, so it was pretty amazing. And, uh, again, thank you for, uh, for helping facilitate that. So. Yeah, no problem. My pleasure, Hans. You know, I'm glad to do it. Because I, I really feel like, you know, this event is a huge amount of work, really, to put together. And I feel like I, I'm obligated to all of the event organizers that came before me that, facilitated events that I really enjoy doing. So I feel like this is sort of a payback to all of them that have done this, you know, previously for me. And, and when I think about it, I remember getting mailers, you know, I get mailed applications for driver schools for mid Ohio or Watkins Glen, you know, and this is back in the eighties where there was no internet and there was no, um, you know, no system like we can go online and send a note to 600 people or instructors. Yeah, and yeah. 
twenty five hundred drivers and get you know get them interested. So I feel like this is uh, this event is my way of paying back those guys that did it for me, you know, twenty years ago. I remember we used to work off of Rolodexes, so it was, <laughs> it was just crazy. You're so dating yourself. I'm, I'm happy to do this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was going to say ditto well, machines and then mailing them out, but uh, nobody knows what a ditto machine is nowadays. So. I do. I do. Yeah, I don't exactly. know that so do I. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, we're, uh, we, we are, we are planning, we, we, we are planning for the uh, event this year. Um, since Saturday night, we'll be driving under the lights till nine. Uh, I know some of our members will not be driving, uh, but they will be wanting to come visit. So we're, we're planning uh, a barbecue in the owner's lot because we're going to be camping again this year. So yeah. um, most likely we'll be next to Blake uh, with the Ford GT uh, and a couple other gentlemen. So we're going we're gonna to get the grills started in the owner's lot. And during the, uh, the, the night driving, Dave, all of your guys, everybody's welcome to come over and grab a, a bite. We're going to have, you know, burgers and stuff and, and, uh, and, and, uh, and do a little thing. So for, for the ones that are, are not going to be driving, I said for the ones who are not going to be driving, there will be an open bar, uh, available, uh, no, 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 uh, no, no charges, nothing, just a couple drinks, uh, at the camper. So, uh, um, no, uh, no money exchanged, just good times with good friends and, uh, and we're gonna we're gonna have an awesome time. I, I I'm looking looking forward to it uh, very much. So, so, so I have no, a question I for too. I have a question for Dave if you don't mind. Go ahead. Sure. Uh, so w- when you start running under the lights, Dave, are you going to limit the level of driver? Is that going to be open to the novice classes as well, or are you just relegating that to the more advanced? I think all the sessions are going to be on for the lights, really. Oh, that, that'll be um, cool. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we do yeah. have a pro group. I have a group one. I don't know, Hans, if you run in group one, but there's teams that are testing for the 24-hour in my group wow. one. So the fact I did. I ran, I ran in grab, I ran in, ran in group one uh, two years ago, and it was pretty intense. So. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And then, we, yeah. you know, that that gradient goes all the way down to, um, you know, group four, which there's some, you know, I don't think there's, there's not a lot of beginners, right? I think there is some filtering that takes place when you're, when you look at the application and says Daytona, you know, not yeah. many people are going to show up to do the driver's school at Daytona for their first one. But um, I have had some first timers come to Daytona. And that um, was my so, my, so, my first driving event was that yeah. one, Dave. Yeah. Beautiful. Really? That's awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. I, I went from Super. carts to, to autocross to uh Audi Club uh at Daytona as my first big track event. Wow. That's awesome. awesome. Yeah, I was gonna ask <laughs> Dave awesome. uh what was up with the uh the open wheel uh car that I seen there back in December. I believe it had M- Miller uh uh, logos on it. Yeah, that's actually an Indy car. That is a full Monty Indy car that's Hap Styles. He comes and runs with us in Group One, and um, yeah, it's that's the real deal. That is a real Indy car. He bought 
oh god, what team? I can't remember the name of the team off the top of my head. Uh, Ray Hall used to run Miller years Sarah. ago. Ray Hall. Well, no, he painted different. Um, Sarah, what's her name? Drove for that team, and when they folded up, Hap Styles basically bought everything. Oh wow! I wow. can't remember her last wow. name. Sarah something. Oh God, I can't remember the name. But anyways, yeah, um, he runs. Um, I've had some Daytona prototypes come. I, I know Scott Sharp, so he. Uh, well, I know a lot of the race guys because I worked on right. a lot of different race teams. Yeah. So yeah. Um, I, I was in. I talked to Ed Brown uh, from uh, his, his team and uh, Scott Sharp, and they've got a bunch of guys down in uh, their area. They sent up, so we had some. Uh, God, you, you saw some of the Daytona prototype cars that were there. We get pretty much everything, you know. And realistically, they just have to pass our tech. You know, yeah. so the car has to have the right rollover protection and uh, seat belts, and it's safe. And you know, there's they. That's why we make every car go through our tech just to make sure that everything's right. And that's Chris. Chris's responsibility is to make sure those cars that are going on the track aren't leaking oil or coolant, and the wheel bearings are good, and they have enough tire pressures and things like that. Because if if anybody has a problem out there, up in race control, we actually log the location of where it is. If somebody, say, blows a radiator, oil cooler, something like that, spills anything on the track, they um, they log where it is, and if it's, they'll go check it after the event. And if there's enough uh, contamination on the track, they go out there and they'll clean it. And they'll, they have, yeah. you know what they use? is Tide detergent. And they'll well, get... Yeah scrubbing brushes and go out there and clean the track because if they have to repave the track, I think the number is $5,000 a foot to repave. uh, Yeah. yeah. So um, they really take good care of that track and, and, you know, make sure that nobody's going to pull a Juan Pablo Montoya on that track. (laughs) Do you remember, uh, uh, two years ago, when the uh, when the uh, uh, boss Mustang blew up its engine and it the whole back end caught on fire, sent a fireball yeah. into the air. Oh yeah! Oh, oh wow! Yeah. I remember all that stuff. You're kidding yeah. me? Yeah. Un- un- unfortunately, that was a bummer. But good news is, uh, we had a, a gentleman from Jacksonville visiting the track. And he had just come down out of a, a fluke meeting uh, this gentleman. He's a, a optometrist. So he came down in his green, uh, green Mustang. And he uh, met this. So the, the gentleman blew his boss engine. I talked to him. I talked to this guy from Jacksonville. He came down and has a boss engine. So I connected the two. And the guy from Jacksonville sold the, uh, the engine and they replaced the engine in the boss with with that engine. So that was a connection that was uh, that that was pretty good. And unfortunately, it happened. You know, it's a we we always say you know at the track you you don't want to uh, have a, a mess up, but uh, you know sometimes it it does occur, and you do want to be prepared for it. And that's number one. You know. Um, your your uh, your track classrooms, Dave, are top notch. 
what you guys talk about in the classrooms and go over uh, are are exceptional, and you learn a lot in those classrooms too. So those are very important to go to when you're uh, at the track and being a student um, with an instructor. Yeah. So Han, Han, I'll say, go ahead, Dave. Well, I was going to just say, you know, thank you very much, um, and that anybody can really go to those. You see how much room is in that room, that uh, yeah. that um, meeting room. So I I encourage people that come for rides that are enthusiasts to go to that class too. So for sure, know, that's don't be afraid sure. to sit in there and and listen up. I mean, that's Brad knows than yeah, that's better than sitting in the, you know, the DOT uh, classroom, uh, you know, if you get a ticket <laughs> yeah. for going too fast or racing speeding on the street. School. Yeah, so, right. yeah, speeding school. Thank you. Thank you, John. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, yeah um, definitely. So, uh, One quick thing, Hans, I had a funny story to go along with the uh, unfortunate uh, Bosphia 2S uh, blow up last year. He lost yeah. his oil, He lost his oil filler cap. And he was parked next to my F-150, and he said, can I borrow the cap off your F-150? It will work on my boss. <laughs> so I loaned, him the, I loaned him the cap, and when he came in, he said that my defective cap causes motor to blow. <laughs> yeah, uh, okay. <laughs> but but oh, he did return. <laughs> for real? But he did oh. return. He was kidding. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. yeah he was uh, of course. Obviously. Of course. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> But uh, yeah, nice they, they worked hard nice, on that motor. Nice that motor, uh, what it took them at least a full day to get that uh, that motor replaced in there. Yeah, um, it 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 was uh, great for my friend from Jacksonville because he had wrecked his boss uh, like a year before, and he had the motor sitting there taking up room in his garage. So uh, putting him together with the gentleman, I think he was from. Uh, uh, Indiana, I think. Uh, so he, uh, that was a that was a great thing to uh, to, to meet up with those guys. Well, all right, let's uh, let's take uh, another break. Uh, it's been a been a little while, but the conversation's been good. So uh, we'll be back in uh, two minutes. Thanks for tuning in to the Team Shelby Racing Show. Be sure to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Also, check us out on the web at www.teamshelbyracing.net for all our current events and track dates. This show will run bi-monthly and have special reports from our track events. Now, back to the show with Hans, Lewis, and John. Passion, adrenaline, fun, community. That's the Team Shelby spirit. No one packs a membership kit with more than Team Shelby. We offer online member forums, an active Facebook community, and host a full series of events, including VIP experiences, track days, national and regional gatherings, cruises, car shows, and more. Ownership of a Shelby is not required. This club is dedicated to serving all Shelby and Mustang enthusiasts, past and present, including those with cars built in the 60s and Shelby Dodges too. 
Join Team Shelby today at shelbystore.com. Thanks for tuning in to the Team Shelby Racing Show. Be sure to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Also, check us out on the web at www.teamshelbyracing.net for all our current events and track dates. This show will run bi-monthly and have special reports from our track events. Now, back to the show with Hans, Lewis, and John. All right, we're back. Uh, Team Shelby Racing Show, uh, our premier uh, broadcast, uh, Daytona edition. Want to uh, thank our guests uh, uh, already uh, again, Billy Johnson, Dave Pearson, John Poole, Tom Kipe, and, uh, you know, Hans, he's not a guest. He's a, he's a host, so uh, <laughs> we can't uh, thank him because he's going to be here hey, every I, week. Or we're going to thank him every week I'm or all, every show. But I'm, all, I'm always a guest as well, so that's 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 uh in what i enjoy so um and and we're all we're all guests to all the tracks that we visit so um we we can only wish someday that we could just build our own in our backyard and invite all our friends over anytime we want and go out on the banking in your backyard but is that ever going to happen no so we have to uh go to tracks across the country (laughs) <laughs> well, it's it's a good segue. I'm I'm glad you you put it that way because uh, I kind of look at Skip uh, or I say Skip and I, I you can slap me later, but uh, the Barber <laughs> Motorsports track is is uh, it's just a bad habit. I love driving the Skippies on the sim. I, I'm I'm a junkie. I'm sorry. Um, so yeah. uh, a. The, the that track reminds me of one of those tracks in your backyard. And when you put it in comparison to Daytona, it probably could be considered Daytona backyards. <laughs> yeah, I, I, the Barber event. Um, we've we've uh we've got like I said in the earlier bra- uh, beginning of the show, we've got uh, quite a a few gentlemen coming. Uh, it is going to be uh, and Dave Dave will like this. It is going to be dominated by Porsches. So it, it will be uh, oh, a, a, nice. uh, filled with Porsches. Uh, that is most, uh, it's a filled, it's a, it's a filled event. It, there's no more uh, spots available right now. Um, oh, so it's, it's out. maxed out. I know. Exciting. Uh, the chin guys are real excited. And uh, so mostly Porsches, uh, we've got a, a, some prototype cars, you know, your occasional Camaro and vet, and uh, 17 Fords, so we'll uh, we'll be going there, including uh, including a couple FP350Ss, uh, nice. which is uh, our friend Renee Tercella's car. Um, also, uh, John Strauss will be there in his 06 uh, Mustang uh, GT, and uh, and then uh, a handful of other folks, including. Uh, uh, Sorry, um, Jade Buford, who is uh, going to be our uh, our awesome. track uh, under Chin Motorsports. He will be giving uh, private coaching at the track. Uh, I don't know what the cost of that is as of yet, but uh, that's exciting because um, um, we've been all following him for a little while. So, yeah, any chance you get to jump into a car uh, with? 
you know, someone of the caliber of Jay Buford or Billy Johnson, Dean Martin, uh, it's worth every penny and every minute you can get with those guys. Yeah, good good point, John. Uh, it's, it's true. Uh, out of all the instructors, you know, out there, there's only a small handful that are uh, that are actual race drivers that you can you could drive a ride with. Not saying that you can ever ride with Billy Johnson or Dean Martin <laughs> or any of those guys. Uh, that that's probably you know you got to be in in a, a different class for that. But uh, <laughs> it, even if they have a, a passenger seat, because I don't think they do. So <laughs> yeah, B- Billy, how is your calendar uh, these days? Is it pretty uh, pretty tied up with uh, your full time gig, or uh, are you still doing uh, some some uh, training? Uh, it's all over the place from uh, racing the Ford GT to one-off races in the, the Mustang GT4 here in the, the States and then doing some races in uh, British GT. And uh, nice. yeah, this year has been pretty stacked heavily with uh, testing and development of new Shelby cars. So I've yeah. been uh, definitely keeping busy. <laughs> yeah, uh, we we did hear that you, uh, you have been um... – a little bit part of the uh, testing for the the Shelby's and uh, you know Jim Owens was just out at the Shelby Bash. We're going to be talking about that later on April 10th, but uh, that was uh, exciting to see the new GT500 there. So I just wanted to mention yeah. that because I'm ex- I'm excited. So I'm excited because I'm in the market to buy Shelby and all these guys that want the 2020 are dumping their old one. So keep it up guys. Yeah. I'm looking hard. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's now the time to get one. So uh, it is, um, it is, you know, uh, uh, and it's true. Uh, these cars you're going to see at the track uh, at the Barber event. Um, some of them might be going up for sale soon uh, because some of these guys do want the, the new next best thing. So, uh, um, I, I would like to have I one, think, but I, don't, I can't. Get I still one. think the I still think the 350 is a great track car, you know. As long as you make sure you keep some oil in it, you know, and uh, <laughs> and and drive it properly and shift at the right RPMs, even on the street, you know. So it's absolutely but, a great uh, car. I really like the 350. Yeah. Yeah. yeah the, um, the 2019 GT350 is a pretty big step up in in performance. So if you uh, like rowing your own gears and you like the 8250 RPM red line and the sound of that voodoo engine, uh, oh, yeah. the improvements to the suspension, aero, and brakes on the on the new 2019 is a pretty big step up. And it's, it handles even better, and it's uh, just an even better car. So I think yeah, uh, definitely uh, constantly improving them. I think the yep, yep. Uh, the horsepower Good. thing was pretty much demanded by uh, by the people. I think you know the biggest thing that I heard for for the consensus was is that it was just underpowered. Uh, so um, hats off to the the horsepower department improvement. Yeah, yeah. I I, I don't think the 350 has any um, any increase in horsepower. Uh, but I could be wrong. Um, they've, they've already announced the horsepower of the 350 for the 2019 year. But, uh, um, but for the, the, the 700 plus plus of the GT 500, um, uh, we're, we're all wondering what that's going to be. And 
only only some time will tell so <laughs> and uh um but going back to the the barber event um this this will be besides the Daytona event the barber event will be our our first uh uh track event with another group besides the Audi club uh, and uh we've we've done some stuff with uh, hooked on driving as well with Adam Ricardell who's a really great guy uh but uh, we're also planning on doing some other events in the future, something in Sebring, uh, possibly even trying to get up to Watkins Glen because I'm up there uh, for a couple events and then for Dave Pearson's event in mid-Ohio. So we're kicking this off uh, for the rest of this year and in 2020. Uh, we're, uh, I, I've, I've been saying all year we're, we're all going to grow up because this is the last year we're all going to be teenagers. So next year we're all going to be in our twenties. So uh, yeah. we have to, we all have to grow up and, uh, you know, and, and, and enjoy ourselves, you know? So, but, uh, uh, yeah, that's the barber event. Um, like I said, uh, John Strauss is going to be there. Uh, Renee, a couple other folks that I'm excited to be on the track with and, uh, really, really looking forward to that event. So, if anybody uh, can come up to it, like Tom, uh, I know that the event's probably just filled up. Off. Yeah, but I if think Tom, Tom just could, dropped could off, make it up, uh, he may have. A... Yeah, I, oh, I'm going to be there. Right. I've made arrangements. I'm going to be there. You're going to be there. Um, Lewis oh. is going to be there. Um, yep. I, I'm not sure if I heard Bob is going to be there or not, but I'm sure he's going to try to be there. Um, yeah. Yep. Uh, John, how so about gonna, you? You got plans on going up there? Uh, if I do, I'm just going to be uh, holding umbrellas over these guys' heads, but I still would like to make it for the fun of it. Well, yeah. that's great. Yeah. I, I'll bring a bottle of suntan lotion, John. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and Billy, I'm sure your your schedule's already booked. It's it's a weekend, and I'm sure that uh, it's probably eating up your time as well. Yeah, I'm not oh, sure. Yeah. I'd have to look at the schedule to see if I have anything booked. It's uh, April well, we would, 13th uh, and 14th, yeah. Yep. We would surely uh, like to invite you, Billy, to uh, the Daytona event with yeah, uh, with Dave Pearson and uh, and the Audi Club uh, of Ohio. Uh, it's three days. Um, I know we talked about it last year briefly, but if the, uh, mm-hmm. the weekend allows, uh, we would definitely like to invite you to uh, to be a guest there with us. Absolutely. When's that again? Uh, that is December sixth, uh, seventh, and eighth. Okay. First I'll have weekend to, uh, of December. Pencil that down in my calendar then. Yeah. Okay. Great. Great. And it's down cool. in Florida, so uh, it's just less than a three-hour drive from home, so that's not too bad. And it's a beautiful time of year to be in uh, Daytona, De- December yeah. in Daytona. <laughs> Well, I think uh, Dave Pearson and the guys up in Ohio have a saying. Uh, my kind of 31 degrees is at Daytona in Daytona December. Daytona in December, absolutely. Yeah, that's that's one of mine. I came up with that, Hans. Thank you. <laughs> I, I'm glad you guys yeah. like that. Oh, yeah, no. I I, I'm originally from Detroit, so I buy into that 100%. <laughs> it's, uh, I, I've used it a couple times, if you don't mind, Dave. No problem. No problem. <laughs> no licensing fee on it yet. He's working on the copyright. <laughs> so, 
yes. <laughs> but uh, Billy, have you spent any time on the track at Barber at all? Uh, any experience there? Yeah, had a lot of races there in uh, Grand Am and a lot of podiums at that track. It's definitely one of uh, uh, a real special place, very iconic. It's like a golf course for a racetrack was thrown down on a golf course. Just the <laughs> the scenery, the perfectly groomed shrubbery, the statues, and then the the track itself is is just pristine. And there's a lot of elevation change, so yep. uh, it's it's quite unique. Uh, there's not too many other tracks that have all of that uh, level of um, attention to detail or the, the ground surrounding the track, and, and everything is green and, and nice looking. And then, as you guys mentioned, the, the museum is something that you definitely do not want to uh, pass up. Yeah. Just all the historic motorcycles that are in there is just uh, incredible. But that track's a lot of fun. It's very, very technical. Um, there's a lot going on. There, you're almost always in a corner. There's not too much <laughs> of a resting period because uh, the straights aren't that long, and then you're immediately into a, another long sweeping corner. But uh, definitely get with uh, Jay Buford, really good friend of mine, a uh, really good instructor. And I think you cool. mentioned earlier about uh, his price, and and I I don't know what it is, but it's not that much for uh, what you get. And if you're thinking about, oh, I can get a, a set of sway bars or I can get a – what is whatever yeah. it may be on your car invested in yourself and uh and definitely try to nail jade down for a, a session or two well i'll i think i'm going to contact uh the chin guys and see if uh if if he's already booked and see if we can get a little time for our uh, team shelby racing guys uh maybe we can uh set something up and get like uh one two sessions a piece for some of our guys at the track that would be that would be great so that would uh that'd be great and then uh we can also uh try to schedule some time and get a little interview with them at the track uh we'll try to do a podcast from the track if not what i'll do is i'll grab some interviews and then we'll compile them together when we get back home we'll do a a wrap-up session for the event and uh and uh, play any of the the interviews that we have and whatnot. So I, I'm looking forward to it. I'm excited, and and I know Hans's and and Lewis's. Um, uh, talk a little bit about uh, those elevation changes. Cause for me, on the simulator, it, those the, those couple areas where the elevation changes and the and the and the the weight uh, of the car shifts. Uh, scared me because uh, if you you know if you if you don't know what you're doing especially where's that on uh, on the back straight there so to speak uh, where the can't remember the corner number where it comes up from the the corner a little left hander goes up up a little hill and into a straightaway the back end will snap around on you really quick if you're uh, if you're in the wrong place at the wrong time yeah at the end of well, the back straightaway has a, a left right chicane in the middle of it and then it drops downhill to the left and then has a big compression as it goes back up the hill to the right and the the important thing there is when the the car so basically with elevation change if the car gets light like you're cresting the top of a, a roller coaster you feel light the car feels light it doesn't have as much grip and uh 
same thing under compressions when you're at the bottom of the roller coaster and you get pushed into the seat, the car is getting pushed into the ground and, and the car has more grip when you get those compressions. So when you're on that back straightaway, you have to brake at the end of the back straightaway before the road falls away down to the left. You want to make sure you get back to a little bit of throttle so the weight's on the rear of the car, the front end's light and uh, not super responsive. So when you crest the hill going down, you're on a little bit of throttle, the weight's on the rear, the car's stable as it gets light up over the crest. And then once the, the car lands, then you brush the brakes and uh, then you get a big compression as you turn right and go back up the hill. If you're scared and you're off throttle over that crest, you're off throttle, the weight's on the front, the rear end's light, you go over the crest, the car gets even lighter, and then yeah. you could possibly lose rear grip and uh, and go into a spin. So yep. over that crest, it's really important to make sure you get back to throttle uh, when you go down Getting that hill. Some, some weight in the rear. Yep. That's great. Yep. Thank you, yeah, Billy. Yeah, that's great. I appreciate that. I'm going to take that advice uh, next time I drive uh, in a sim later this week. So. <laughs> I, uh, turn one I, a similar I, way. So turn one at Barber, yeah. you're, you break over a mild crest, and then the road continues to fall away as you turn in. So you want to find your, your brake reference point and then get back to a little throttle as you turn in. And as you fall away mm-hmm. down to the, the apex, the, the car is stable. And uh, you don't have any risk of swapping ends. Yeah, I think another uh, tricky section is uh, was that uh, like the 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 sweeper that comes into uh, before it comes into 17 and then goes down the front stretch. Uh, Now that I'm looking at a a diagram of it, uh, that's an elevation change to uphill. If I'm not correct, if I'm not mistaken, correct? Yeah. So there's like uh, a big drop off that goes downhill and then you have a bit of a compression as you go into that long, never ending right hander. And, uh, when you get that compression, um, at the first apex, you get back to to power and you're trying to just keep it tight all the way around. And then once you can barely see the apex curve as it tightens up for, I think 17, you want to drift more towards mid track, straighten your brake zone uh, get it slowed down and then turn in from kind of the middle of the road down to uh, the apex of that last right-hander to set you up for the last turn onto the front straightaway. Right. Yeah, it's a fun track. Uh, I would probably love to to drive it uh, in in go karts. And John, did you say you were go kart or was that cart? Did you say? Oh no, go karts. Yeah, I was never in cart. Okay, cool. Yeah, uh, did you have any experience at this track? Uh, I'm not in a car at Barber, no. No? Any Anything at all? Nothing? Uh, yeah, I have had some. Okay. Uh, just a few few short experiences there. Uh, like Billy said, um, it you really have to understand uh, load and weight transfer uh, and what can happen if, if you're in the wrong place at the wrong time. <laughs> Yeah, that's uh, true. It's a, it's great to to experience on the sim because you never would want to experience that in real life. Uh, I can only imagine the the people who have have found themselves in that wrong place at the wrong time in those uh, those critical spots on the track at uh, at high speed. It uh, can be fun, that's for sure. 
But Billy and, made a great point. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, but Billy made a great point earlier. Uh, you know, for people listening or just getting into these kind of track days, uh, the, you know, what he said about, you know, do you want to buy sway bars for your car or do you want to get seat time with a pro like himself or Jade? Uh, investing in yourself is the best mod and money you can you can spend. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. It is true. <laughs> yep. Going to even a one-day or a, a two-day uh, race school with uh, one of those the race companies out there uh, is also a, a great thing. Uh, more learning about uh, yourself than the cars that you're, you'd be driving at these events. So, uh, And then you can transfer that over to when you go and do your own uh, HPDE event. So, yes, uh, I know the race schools are expensive, but they you do learn a lot from from the instructors that are that are at them. But these uh, these driving events that we do uh, with with Team Shelby Racing and uh, the Audi Club of Ohio and Chin Track Days and Hooked on Driving, the instructors there uh, they are chosen uh, carefully, uh, and uh, of course you know they are. Uh, sanctioned by the event, so definitely uh, an instructor. And that's what some people don't understand. They think they're just going out and, and driving. And then you have the, the, the ones who say, oh, I've, I've done this before, or no, I can do this. And sometimes those are the ones that can be difficult to instruct because they, uh, they already know how to drive on the street, and then you have to you know, work with them a little bit so they understand uh, that this is a little different and you have to connect the dots more instead of just going out there and throttling through the corners uh, like uh, some of those race car guys do. No, just joking. <laughs> <laughs> and, and Tom, uh, are you still with us, Tom? Yes, I am. Uh, do you have, uh, you know, experience at, at Barber as well or? Uh... I, I've, I've never been to Barber. Um, most of my experience are the tracks right here in in good old Florida, and and then the track out at Spring Mountain in uh, in Vegas. So. Nice. All right, uh, you got plans on coming up, or uh, are you booked that weekend? I probably will not be up there. Okay. But I, I, mm-hmm. when I listen to you guys talk, I'm thinking about I should just go up there and, and, and support <laughs> you guys. So. Well, we're going to have fun regardless, you know, uh, I'm going to take, you know, a bunch of, uh, uh, video stuff and pictures and we're going to, we're going to have a fun, do have some, a, yep. a do good some time. interviews, uh, interviews with, uh, the drivers there and, uh, and, uh, it's going to be, yeah, it's going to be great and go to the museum. I, um, I'm a member of, uh, the, uh, motorcycle museum there. So I already have two tickets to go to the museum. So I'm set. Beautiful. <laughs> I'm actually thinking about going up to uh, um, Stark and, and running that little track in the next week or two. Hmm. It's a oh, fun little track. Yeah, let the us firm. know. If, if any of you the guys firm. have, have ever been up there, yeah, the firm. Uh, I run not, but you know, you guys have been trying to get me to go for for a while, and uh, I hear it's uh, a fun, fun short little track. And uh, it's a great, my wife is a great. Go ahead. No, go ahead. It's a great little practice track. 
Um, usually it's open track. You can run as much as you want because there's usually no more than 10 people there at, at any given day. And, uh, you know, the Mustang Club here has had an event, and those guys had never been on a track before. A lot of them, and they were just fell in love with the play. So. <laughs> well, I also heard there that, that they'll uh, when there's a low amount of attendance, they'll just open the track up and you, right. there's no sessions. You can just go out anytime you right. want over right. and over oh, again. Wow. So that's nice. Yeah. That's a, that's another good track in Florida that has uh, a lot of uh, open track days as well, as well as the rally school, which I have mm-hmm. a, uh, a, a two day rally school Christmas gift from my wife to go there. Oh, so, okay. I have to, I have to try to plan um, the schedule for that. So, <laughs> but uh, but that's uh, that's uh, that's not that's not what we're talking about. We're uh, nope. we're 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 talking about the barber event and how awesome it's going to be, and then how many months we have to wait till December. <laughs> December and Daytona. <laughs> that's the one we're yeah, looking forward uh, to. Time flies, uh, Hans. You know your your work schedule during the summer is so fast and furious. Uh, I know you look forward to that time of the year. And as soon yeah. as I was done uh, with those dates, actually before I even was home, um, uh, I had already scheduled the next year to take those three days off so I can come up there all three days instead of just two. So great. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I'm, I'm ready to, uh, we're actually going to do, I'm going to try to set up doing a, a, a live, um, video, uh, broadcast from the garage, uh, this December. So that'll be even a little bit more fun as opposed to just a podcast. We'll be able to show you the, the faces with the names, great. so to speak, and their cars, uh, in some and, cases. And, uh, so. And that's also something uh, uh, if Dave if Dave is still on um, something that we're we're uh, looking into as well. We don't know what Daytona allows uh, for marketing and and such. Uh, if we can have a Ford dealer out at the event with a couple cars and a small display, uh, what we're allowed to do at Daytona. So that is something uh, that we would like to uh, discuss at a later point. Yeah, I think Dave's still on. If he hasn't uh, taken a nap by now, I know his his days yeah, uh, are pretty well, pretty I think, long. Uh, gentlemen, <laughs> gentlemen, I think I think we just have a few a uh, few minutes left. Uh, yeah. Of, yep, we just of have the, about uh, six minutes left. Yep. So, um, at our events, you know, uh, you guys come to our team Shelby racing events. We're we're going to have uh, some items, uh, small grab bags for our members. Uh, who come uh, and to be a team Shelby racing member, there's no fee. It's just, uh, it's just a family and you don't even have to own a Shelby or a Mustang or even a Ford. You can be uh, anyone and anybody. So that's, uh, that's who it's open to. And uh, I think that's how we're all going to have the most fun is if we include everybody um uh, and don't don't uh single out makes and models yeah yeah unless it's a you go but that's a long yeah. time ago so well i don't know i'd, I'd pay money to see a you go at daytona so <laughs> yeah it would be fun to see that race against like a mini cooper or something that'd be fun <laughs> but uh, it's a, it's a gentlemen 
Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, no, I was just going to say if the Shelby Club uh, will adopt me, they'll pretty much adopt just about anybody. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, you're you're a good uh, stepchild, John. So. <laughs> Slow but good. No, he was uh, he he behaved with the utmost uh, manners and, and courtesy uh, in December, so uh, he could have fooled me. Um, nonetheless, yeah. um, Billy, uh, we're going to give you a chance to go ahead and uh, uh, let everybody know where you're at at this point of the season, where they can see you next, where they can catch up with you and on social media, and and whatnot. So uh, go ahead, Billy. Yeah, my uh, Instagram is at Billy J Racing. Same thing for Twitter and uh, Facebook. So pretty much uh, that's the best place to stay tuned with where I'm uh, going next. There's a lot of irons in the fire, a lot of uh, things that are coming up that have yet to be announced that I can't uh, talk about at the moment. So definitely uh, stay tuned and check out what I'm uh, doing next. Well, cool. Uh, if you uh, get to that point where uh, you got some some special news and you want to uh, announce it here, uh, reach out and we'll definitely bring you back on and uh, let you make those announcements here. Uh, good luck Thanks, to the I rest of your that. season, and uh, we uh, enjoyed having you on, sir. Yeah, it was great to be here. Thanks again. Thank you, Billy. Yes, Johnson. sir. Thanks, yeah, Billy. Very good. Thank you. All right, uh, John, same for you. Uh, tell people how to get in touch with uh, the infamous John Poole uh, and uh, his uh, racing fans uh, keeping up with you. Uh, Instagram's just Poole on Racing. Uh, Facebook is just my name, John Poole, pretty pretty plain and simple. Uh, <laughs> try to try to keep uh, active in the world of social media, and, uh, you know, you, you'll know where I'm going to be because I pretty much will – tell you all the time uh so that's uh, pretty simple cool well we appreciate you coming out and and also uh, appreciate your uh your hospitality at daytona when we're there uh quite the gentleman and uh and got a got a nice car there for sure oh, thank um, you very much yes sir my pleasure thank you John and uh appreciate it yes you're welcome hans and Tom, uh, again, you know, uh, I catch up with you everywhere. I think uh, I met you first here in Homestead at a track event with the Shelby's. And uh, right. like I said, last weekend, we, we or no, two weekends ago, I can't say last weekend because I was at the Gator Nationals last weekend. That was another member that I caught up with that was at Daytona. I think I said, sent you a message about that, Hans. It was uh, um, the guy asked about that had the stuff on the back of his car, Farley. <laughs> Oh yes, uh, Mr. Yes, Mr. Farley. Yeah, yes. yeah. We uh, ran into him. Uh, matter of fact, Sunday at uh, at the Gator Nationals. Uh, what a rush! Um, I want to talk about that in a future episode too. Uh, unbelievable weekend for the 50th anniversary. But Tom, uh, we caught up with you at Longwood again, and uh, a couple weekends ago at a car show. So uh, it's always fun to catch up with you, and uh, hopefully we'll see you um, at one of the future events this summer. And uh, I know we're going to have you back on to talk about uh, the Shelby Bash in a couple weeks. So go ahead and yep. let everybody uh, know how to get in touch with you. Well, I'm, I'm pretty much just on Facebook and under my name. And primarily I'm there because of uh, Team Shelby and my kids. So I've got to figure out what everybody's doing in, in this world. <laughs> I uh, certainly enjoy 
going to car shows. You'll see me at car shows. I go to most of the, the club shows around, a lot of breakfasts, uh, lunches, you know, rallies, et cetera, and then playing at uh, some of these events, primarily now with the ARC because the 350, I'm, I'm re- relegated it to just car shows. Or I'm oh, sorry, the, right. the 500. Super, <laughs> okay. super snake. Car shows. Yeah. yeah, it's a beautiful car. So, Well, and all right, I, gentlemen. I, I took uh, – I hate to cut you off short. Uh, the time's going to end, and we're going to get cut off. But, uh, Tom, we're going to see you again. John, I know we're going to see you again. Billy, good luck to the season. And uh, we'll hope to talk to you soon again throughout the uh, throughout the year, catching up with you at where you're at. Uh, gentlemen, be safe, uh, and we'll talk at you soon. Thank you. Thank you once right. again. Thanks, guys. Thanks, guys. Yep. All right. Yep. Thank Thanks, you. Tom. Thanks for giving me a call. Give me the opportunity. Bye-bye. Thanks for tuning in to the Bye. Team Shelby Racing Show. Be sure to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Also, check us out on the web at www.teamshelbyracing.net for all our current events and track dates. This show will run bi-monthly and have special reports from our track events. Now, back to the show with Hans, Lewis, and John. Passion, adrenaline, fun, community. That's the Team Shelby spirit. No one packs a membership kit with more than Team Shelby. We offer online member forums, an active Facebook community, and host a full series of events, including VIP experiences, track days, national and regional gatherings, cruises, car shows, and more. Ownership of a Shelby is not required. This club is dedicated to serving all Shelby and Mustang enthusiasts, past and present, including those with cars built in the 60s and Shelby Dodges too. Join Team Shelby today at shelbystore.com.